Welcome back to another episode of Encounters with Darkness. I am your host, Ashley Greathouse, and today I want to talk about auras. Alright? I get it. I get it. All of you that's, like, listened to me since podcast one, you guys are like, hey, we've heard this story before. Well, I'm sorry, but I've got new listeners, and guess what? I didn't talk about this in Encounters with Darkness. And that, my friends, that you may or may not have just heard whistling down the hallway, that was my son. He wanted to let his presence be known. Okay? No respect, I tell ya. Anywho. So yeah, new listeners, this wasn't done on Encounters with Darkness, so I'm talking about it now. So please just listen, because I'm sure something funny will happen, and you'll be like, Oh, I'm so glad that I listened into this, because I would have missed out on that really funny moment. Got to know Ashley more, and she's my favorite person ever. Alright, so anyway, we're talking about Oris. Now, once upon a time, I was a server. That's, that's where I started out. And I worked at this steak burger restaurant thing. It was like fast food meets dining experience, if you will. Okay. And we had a regular customer who would come in and she claimed that she could read auras. Now, I I don't really know a whole lot about reading auras. I get it. I have like technology at my fingertips and I can just research this all on my own, but I'm lazy. Yeah, I'm lazy. I don't want to. I want you guys to tell me about it instead because that'll, that'll make you guys interact with me more. Huh. It's my evil plan. So anyway, this woman claimed that she could read auras And she would do this by coming in and touching, touching us. And don't get any ideas, okay? She would just touch our hands. It wasn't like some freaky deaky stuff going on at the steak burger place, all right? She'd just grab our hand and she would, she would be like, ah, your color is magenta and whatever the hell that means for you. Only she would know, she would know what it meant, all right? I don't, I don't know what it meant what it means. I can't talk today to save my life. But yeah, she didn't know. She didn't know. Good Lord, I told you guys I can't talk today, but I'm doing my podcast anyway, so bear with me. And I, y'all have already brought it to my attention, all right, that I'm a little bit cringy and awkward, and I get that, and I really appreciate your honesty, and thank you for continuing to listen, and I'm going to work on it, all right? I'm going to try to be better. At not being so cringy and whatnot. Emphasis on try. So, yeah, she would she would know what the, the color of your aura meant. It would be like a situation where, ah, you have turmoil in your life and you're ready to deal with it. Your body and your mind and your soul, they, they are ready to face this obstacle head on and, and you just need to open up your mind to it and let things happen. Or it would be something along the lines of, you know, good things are are going to happen to you if you take a leap of faith or whatever. I, I would listen to her read other people's auras. 
But she never really got a chance to read my aura. Because even though I wanted, like, I, I eat that stuff up like candy, even though I wanted her to read my aura, when I'm at work, yes, I can goof off and I can have fun and all of that fun stuff, but for the most part, <laughs> there goes my kid and my dog again, but for the most part, I'm there to do my job, and I've always been that way. It's how I was raised to be. Okay, so doing my job. So I never really got a chance to have my aura be read by this lady until, <laughs> until one day, one day I did. One day I wasn't stationed anywhere yet and I was just kind of floating around like, what am I supposed to be doing? And she came up to me or I came up to her. I don't really remember what exactly happened, but anyway, it's not really important to the story, but I was like, sup lady. Why don't you, why don't you come on over here and grab my hand and let's do some aura reading. Let's just pretend that that's how it went. Because I think that that sounds super cool. Yeah, so, so she grabs my hand, right? And then my hand, like, I guess burns her because she very dramatically, like, throws my hand down, like, she just can't deal with touching me and she turns around and she walks out the door and I've never I, I never seen her again now let it be known I did quit the job shortly after that not not for that reason okay I, I quit the job because I didn't like it it wasn't fun for me even though the the whole experience was supposed to be more like a dining experience working there it felt an awful lot like fast food and it was, it was not, it was not pleasant. And the tips were not good. Okay. If any of you guys go to a steak burger place that is like this, all right, let go of your whole mindset that this is a fast food restaurant because them girls and guys and whatever is working up in there, all right, they are working their tail off on server pay. Okay. Server pay. And you guys are over there not tipping them. Please tip. Tip your servers. Seriously, just just do it. And if you can't, that's fine. All right? I've been a server before. I understand everyone deserves to be able to, you know, go out, eat out, not have to worry about cleaning up the mess or whatever. I get it. But if you can, and, and trust me, servers can tell what financial situation you are currently living in. They can like smell it. If you have the ability to tip, tip, just tip. If it's $5, just throw the $5 down there. I don't care if your bill was 60 or $80, just put $5 on the dang counter. Okay. Okay. Moving on. All right. So yeah. Freaked me out. I don't know what that means. I, I don't know how bad my, my aura was. Because the way that the woman would always describe reading the auras, it didn't seem like, you know, she was predicting your future or anything of that nature. So I just, I didn't understand. It obviously bothered me because I still think about it often. Just freaks me out. You guys are not just going to get one story out of me today. You're going to get 
two stories. Bonus round. <laughs> okay. This, this kind of has to do with auras. Maybe. Like I said, I don't really know that much about auras. But when I was young, I used to go to church a lot. Like a lot, a lot. And I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily that kid that got made to go to church. Like I wanted to go to church. I enjoyed it. And I'm not saying that I don't enjoy the thought today, but now I'm an adult. I have, I have different opinions. I've had different experiences with churches that's left, should I say, a bad, a bad taste in my mouth. Am I knocking religion? No, 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 no. Please, please no one think that I am saying that. If you go to church, I think that that's amazing. I think that shows that you have dedication, that, you know, you're, you're just an amazing soul for going, you know, for, for being a part of something bigger than yourself. That's awesome. I think that's great, but it's just, it's not for me. Okay. It's just, it's not for me anymore. Once upon a time it was, but all the times that I would go to church as a kid and this started at a very, very young age, I would generally see someone, whether it was, you know, one of the deacons or the preacher or a member of the congregation, but I would see somebody with like this white glow around their head. And, and I get, I I get that that could have just been where I was sitting and where they were sitting and the, the light above, you know, I, I understand all of that and that that's exactly what it could have been. Just like with the other woman, I totally understand that, you know, she, she probably was on drugs. Okay. Don't do drugs, kids. They're bad. But that probably was what was happening with her. Maybe in that moment that she grabbed my hand, that's when the drugs kicked in and she was just like, whoa, can't deal with this right now. And then she left. So that's probably the logical explanation behind that. Just like the logical explanation behind me seeing glowing lights around people's heads is just lighting and where I was stationed at. I don't know. But one day I was sitting around and I was talking to my mom and I was telling her about, you know, I try to have supernatural conversations with people as much as, as much as I can. I just love it. I love it so much and I want to believe in it. I want people to share with me their creepy, crazy stories I'm also sorry if you guys can hear, like, my chairs squeaking a lot, but I just can't sit still. I keep twisting and turning, and it's kind of fun, but maybe it's annoying to you. I don't know. Anyway, so we're sitting around, we're talking, and I, I tell her about, you know, listen to this. Whenever I worked at that one place, this is what happened. How crazy is that? She was like, wow, that is crazy. I don't really know if I believe in auras, but maybe, you know, maybe that could happen. I was like, well, yeah. And then I told her about, you know, what would happen at church and how one time I looked at, I think it was uh, my grandfather. And I was like, hey, do you see that over so-and-so? Like, isn't that crazy? Doesn't that look cool? And my grandfather didn't see what I saw. And I was still pretty young at that time. So I didn't, I didn't understand, you know, logical thought processes behind what it could have been. So 
And little kid Ashley mind, I was just like, whoa, I have a superpower. <laughs> I can make light shine around people's heads. That, that's what I thought was happening. Until it kept happening growing up. So I, I shared that with my mom. I was like, maybe I can see auras. And maybe I can only see one color of aura. Maybe I'm like aura colorblind. And they all just look like the same color to me. And then my mom... Sorry, Mom, but I'm going to share one of your encounters. But then my mom shares with me that she has seen something very similar almost her whole entire life. How weird. Yeah. Only it, it just it wasn't limited to churches with her. It, it happened a lot. Now, I don't know if this still happens with my mom. It's not something that we... We bring up that much in conversations today. We're both kind of going through a lot. So our conversations, now that I'm a full-fledged real adult, past the age of 30, our conversations are just, I don't know, they're more venting sessions <laughs> than anything. I love my mom. She's like my best friend. <clears throat> but who knows? Maybe when I call her later, I'll be like, hey, guess what I talked about in my podcast tonight? And do you still see lights? <laughs> I don't know how I'll word it, but I'll bring it up to her and I'll, I'll fill you guys in. But she let me know that she, she didn't just see a white light around people's heads. That one time she saw a black light around someone's head and it really scared her. And she let me know that, that it happened around a family member but she wouldn't tell me which family member it was. So now I'm just doomed to every single family event and family reunion just to wander around and not know which one of my family members is possessed by a demon. Because I don't know. And I think about this. Anytime I'm around any of them, I'm like, was it you? <laughs> was it you? So maybe I really should bring this up to my mom because... I, I'm so awkward that I'm like 99.9% .9 positive that my family members can feel me thinking something weird <laughs> when I'm, when I'm staring at them, like trying to figure something out. But then once, you know, I started writing horror stories, they were like, oh, that's why she's so weird. She's touched. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But what I do know is I'm so thankful that all of you guys have been tuning in and listening. It's amazing. I just wish that we could do like a giant group chat and we all could just ramble, but I don't know how much that would make for good listening for any other people that wanted to just not talk and just hear because it'd be a bunch of people talking, but it would be so much fun. I love interacting with you guys on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I love all of your DMs. You guys are so creative, especially with the way that you tell me how annoying I can be. <laughs> yeah, I love it. But thank you guys. I, I really do appreciate it. And until next time, I hope you all stay creepy. Bye. Bye.